The Feminist Coach Academy podcast is proudly supported by Perk Digital, helping professional and entrepreneurial women amplify their message, build their body of work, and leave a legacy through podcasts. For more information about how podcasts can help you build your brand, visit perkdigital.com.au. Welcome to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast, where inclusive feminism, business, and coaching meet. This podcast is proudly brought to you by the co-founders of the Feminist Coach Academy, Naomi Arnold and Cameron Aaron. We are feminist life and biz coaches, both passionate about helping coaches, therapists, helping professionals, practitioners, and entrepreneurs integrate a feminist lens and perspective into their businesses, life, and client practice. On this podcast, we plan to help you do so. Now let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to episode one, our very first episode of the Feminist Coach Academy podcast. This is Cam um, speaking right now, and I have Nay here with me too. Hey, Nay. Hi. <laughs> so we are super excited to be coming to you with a podcast. This is something that we've been thinking about doing, though we didn't think we would do it so soon, but it just feels right, and we have lots of great episodes coming your way, and so we thought we might as well just dive in now. So we should probably start by introducing ourselves, and I'll go first. I yeah, who am... Who are you, Cam? <laughs> who am I? <laughs> I am many things, but um, I am a feminist life coach and a gender consultant, and I help feminists get the life that they want and create the feminist businesses that they want and also be more gender inclusive in their work and in their business. And I also help people just create a more gender free society. Oh, and I use she and they pronouns. We should definitely, we should definitely start with pronouns. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for remembering. Um, yes. Just small things you're doing in the world. <laughs> just small things, very small <laughs> things, you know. Yeah. What about you? Who are you or what do you yeah. do? Who am I today? <laughs> <laughs> So I usually go by nay and I use she, her pronouns and I'm a life and business coach. I tend to do a lot more business coaching these days than life coaching and I seem to mostly work with other coaches or helping professionals or more service-based businesses and they want support in building a successful business and also for them, that means, you know, not just making money that is important, but also having an impact in some way and having a life too. So doing it in a gentle and sustainable way. So they seem to be the themes that run through my coaching and overlap with what we do here as well. Mm. 
Yes. I'm also thinking maybe we should share some more personal tidbits. Yeah. Let's not be so boring and talk about just work. I know, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much more to us than that. There is, there is. And like, even though I love my work and I know you love your work too, I just don't like it how we often ask ourselves, so what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? You know, I'd much prefer to be asked a different question. Mm-hmm. So what is bringing you joy at the moment? Mm. I'm going to say this California sunny, warm January weather, I guess it's February now, but <laughs> oh man, that is bringing me joy along with really good food. I've been having like, I don't know, I guess you call it Asian fusion food lately, Thai and Chinese and so good. And yeah, just going on long walks with my sweetie and watching the new L word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's been bringing you joy lately? I think a combination of books, always books and reading. <laughs> such a book nerd <laughs> I know you are I love it <laughs> and also getting out more in nature I've been trying to do more bushwalks and beach walks and gardening my garden mm. is bringing me joy it used to be an overgrown mess and now it feels really beautiful and grounding my hammock <laughs> near the garden <laughs> Also, my little one has just started year one. So kind of walking and picking him up from school and hearing his stories about his day. And mm. my husband gets to work from home a couple of days, so that's bringing me joy. We're getting to be together more in that way. Mm. Yeah, lots of things. That's wonderful. I was just thinking that we should probably also state where we live. Because mm, we just live so close to each other. <laughs> I know. You're right next door. Or so it, so it seems on, yeah. on, on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we talk like we're near each other all the time. We, yeah, I know. So I, we are in different countries. We are in different countries. I'm in the U.S., I'm in California mostly, but I'm a digital nomad house sitter. How Tell wild is that? that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been going on for four years. I've been do living this lifestyle and it's amazing. And I just house it all the time, mostly throughout California because that's where my connections are. And I have regulars now and I just sit for mostly regulars. I have like five homes that I just rotate between. <laughs> And, and lots of cats that you rotate. Lots of cats. I, pre yeah. I only sit cats or no pets at all. Um, I'm down for that. I'm down for just a house. Um, <laughs> but that's not, that's, that's pretty rare, just the house. Um, but no, I, I'm a cat person. Um, so yeah, I have fallen in love with some pretty awesome cats and cuddly cats. So yeah. Yeah, and I'm in a regional coastal town in Queensland, Australia. It's called Yapoon. <laughs> um, 
which is on the coast from Rockhampton for those who are in Queensland. And yeah, that's where I am. And I guess maybe people wonder, well, how <laughs> how do we how meet? Do we, yeah. How do you two know each other? <laughs> that's the beauty of the online connections, right? I mean, this is pretty amazing world that we're living in right now that we can make something like this happen. I never would have imagined this. But yeah, yeah technology we... can be so frustrating in so many mm-hmm. ways. It's so amazing in others. Right? So amazing. I have recently realized I think there's more positive things to technology than not. Mm-hmm. So I've been focusing more on just all of the amazing things that technology allows us. Um, because yes, it can be incredibly frustrating, you know, like we can be super impatient with it, but then it's like, oh my goodness, like just to even have what we do have with it is mind blowing. Yeah. But yeah. Especially the people, right? Like it's the biggest kind of win for me, uh, Mm -hmm. that I've met through it like you. Exactly. I know we met on Facebook (laughs) a few years ago, right? I think it was Facebook Mm -hmm. first. Yeah. And just connected and you hired me and um, yeah, and we became friends and I hired you and we just, we became each other's mentors and friends. And then I was in your gentle business mastermind and then you had an idea for a collaboration for us and asked me to collaborate and here we are. Uh That's the short version. What a beautiful short version. <laughs> and then the fun part, I'll just add in the middle, is that we did get to meet each other over yes. on your side of the world last year. We did. Super fun too. You showed me around to some great food and burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Veggie burgers, just to be clear, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and got me, got me to see how exciting it is and... <laughs> Uh, meeting people out on the street (laughs) (laughs) yeah I know right oh yes yes I remember that yes we met in person in LA when Nay was visiting the U.S. and it's awesome because you don't always meet you don't always get to meet people in person especially when you live in different countries so Hmm. that was so awesome and it was good timing because I think we were a about to launch where we with the first mm-hmm. iteration of what well, started with developing coach collective and the feminist coach track and it's evolved to what we're doing today but I think we we're about to launch that first version when when we met so we got to do a little bit of work together and play together and stay in the same apartment as we were doing that yeah so we did I remember we launched together in person and we got our first member to sign up when we were together in person so we got to celebrate and and it was about to be your birthday too we celebrated that a bit too yeah well coming back to me now so yes I just realized too that I think people are going to be able to distinguish our voices easily I think they're going to be able to know who's talking because of our different accents yeah maybe I guess I've got so used to talking to people with American accents that I don't notice so much myself anymore, but I'm sure mine still stands out to you all. (laughs) Oh yeah, I think it does. (laughs) 
or my stands out to Australians, right? Mm. You don't have to, you used to uh, have to ask me to repeat myself more often than what you do now. So it must be, you must be getting a bit more used to it too. Oh, I am. I know having half of my clients in Australia and like half of my just online connections in Australia, I've really picked up on this, the slang, the lingo, the different words, you know, that we don't even use here. Mm -hmm. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's true. I guess I don't ask you to repeat as much. (laughs) (laughs) Gotten used to it. Like, okay. (laughs) And then I guess what have we, so while we've been working together, we've kind of found our groove, right? With what Mm -hmm. types of things we each like to work on, what our strengths and preferences are. And we joke a lot about twinning because we have the same kind of thoughts and realizations mm. a lot. Mm-hmm. We do. We are such yeah. twins so often. It's yeah. so great. Yeah. We'll like go to email one another and the other would be like, I was just about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. after looking at our astrology charts, we have a lot of similar, similar mm. things. And and you're a Taurus and I'm a Capricorn, which some people will find interesting. Some people will not find that interesting. That's okay. But um, if you do find astrology interesting, if you don't already know, Tauruses and Capricorns are like the perfect match. They are. It's like um, they're like the perfect dating match, collab match, not that we're dating, but (laughs) it's the same. It's a relationship. It's the same type of compatibility, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that really does help. That could explain a lot of why we do get along so well and have a great collaboration. Both are earth signs that are very hardworking and like ambitious and like to achieve their goals. So I think that makes a good match in a business collaboration, eh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And maybe we can talk a little bit about, because it's definitely relevant to the podcast, about how we do, how we don't, well, I guess how we don't divide up our work equally. So, yes. yes. Yeah. It's not like every single task we don't divide in half and say you do that half and I do that half. We seem to. Yeah. We play into that. our strengths mm. and our desires. Exactly. And this podcast is a perfect example of that. Right. So we should let you know that Cam, me talking, I am actually going to be the one that's going to take the lead on this podcast. And so Nay will join in sometimes, but I will mostly be leading it. And so this is one of those, you know, areas where I can kind of, you know, this is one of the the actions that I'm taking the lead on in our collaboration. And I do think this is important for any entrepreneur, all entrepreneurs to hear. And especially if you do collaborate with someone or you want to, or you will at some point, you don't all have to do the same things. And that's not necessarily what equality is, right? Um, But you want to do the, you want to play into your strengths and do the things you're good at and do the things that you um, maybe come more naturally for you. And also the things that you just kind of naturally want to do more. And and what's beautiful about with Nay and I is like, we both kind of enjoy doing different things. So um, it's awesome because she enjoys more doing like the website stuff and I want nothing to do with the website stuff. 
<laughs> and luckily, you know, at home, I have a husband who's a, a IT <laughs> specialist and web developer. So that comes in handy that I'm doing more of the web stuff because I can say, what the hell? <laughs> to him when it's not working. <laughs> And send up a flare and say, come help me. (laughs) Exactly. And we both have had our own individual podcasts. Um, But yeah, just like I really enjoy showing up on audio and talking to people. And yeah, that's one of the things I've really enjoyed doing the past several years. So, And I really enjoy listening to you show up on podcasts. See, it's a perfect fit. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I guess not every collaboration is like that either, I'm thinking, because I've had other collabs and I am too, I do do other collabs that work really well. And in some of them, like I'm thinking with the Gentle Business Mastermind, we seem to be very, like we're much more alike, I guess, and like a lot of similar things and have similar strengths. And so we do share our work more. I guess we do divide our work more and that works really well for us. Mm, That's good. Yeah. And other partnerships like ours, it's, it makes so much more sense to do what we're doing and to divide things up according to kind of our strengths and interests and and whatnot. Yeah. That's a great point. So it's really going to depend on the people, you know, involved, who you're collaborating Mm -hmm. with, who you're working with. Mm -hmm. Good point. So the Feminist Coach Academy is based on the feminist coach theory, which is something that Nay and I have created. We have created what we call feminist coach theory. And Nay, I'm going to let you read our definition that we have come up with together. Okay. Prepare, everyone. It's a long one. It's a mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so feminist coach theory is an integrative approach to coaching that combines the practice of coaching with feminist philosophies and social justice teachings. Feminist coach theory adopts a critique of patriarchy, systems of oppression and power to question the different ways we've been socialized and oppressed based on gender, race, sexuality, class, ability, etc., and how this shows up for the coach and client in their lives, goals, and relationships with self, other, and each other. It employs an examination of the dynamic between self-awareness and social awareness to interrupt dominant ways of thinking and acting, access our inner and outer liberation, expand possibilities and options, identify possible strategies and solutions, and ultimately create new ways of thinking, being, and acting within ourselves, with each other, and in the world. Mm, Thank you for reading that. So feminism and social change is something that Nay and I both have been passionate about our whole lives. And then we both have become coaches and entrepreneurs and you know, our feminist lens and our passion for social change and social justice was always there from the beginning and we never wanted it to be separate from our coaching and our business. 
And so we have been integrating all those things together. And we both have academic backgrounds. And Nay has academic background in psychology and has been getting her human rights masters. And I have a background in gender studies and anthropology and social change. And we've been able to integrate our academic background with our coaching experience with our, you know, as entrepreneurs and as business. And we both love being entrepreneurs and are passionate about business too. And I've had a business, I've been an entrepreneur a long time, but I had a different business before as a fitness trainer. It's another story for another day, but, um, (laughs) you know, we both have been in the entrepreneur world for a little while and, It's just like we've seen this need for the coaching and business world to have a feminist analysis, to have a feminist lens. That's been like the missing piece, right? But then on the flip side, we've seen feminists and social justice activists and people who care about social change, like also need um, just like self-care, right? And coaching and um not that everyone needs coaching but just that um you know having both personal growth and social change together is just very very powerful right and is what i think the world needs more of right so that's why i mean in essence that is why we have created feminist coach theory and the feminist coach academy And we want to help other coaches, other helping professionals and entrepreneurs, you know, do the same and integrate this social consciousness into their work and into their business. Um, Because, you know, I mean, it's always been a good time to be a feminist and to be an inclusive feminist. But like now that our political climate is like even more aware, like now is the time, right? It's like, get on board, right? Like, if you're not on board, what are you doing? (laughs) And so we are super excited to have a program to help folks learn more, right? To, To learn all the feminist theory, but also how to apply it and make money as a feminist entrepreneur, make money as a coach, and and with the feminist lens right and so it's not just about an intellectual learning but it's about practical action taking practical actions and it is about growing a sustainable business so all of those things combined that's what the feminist coach academy is very well said (laughs) yeah yeah it's like we need those kind of three main things right the the business smarts so the knowledge around how to build a business and make money and mm-hmm. how to market it we also need and everyone knows this in the self-help industry because we all get taught it over and over again to be self-aware and and we know that that kind of overlaps with building a business I mean gosh what we learn (laughs) and relearn about ourselves and others when we take this path is just Mm -hmm. like that's a whole focus in itself on an episode Uh, but the thing that so many don't always 
bring to the table, I don't know how, is then that social and feminist awareness and analysis and how that impacts on those things, the self-awareness and the business smarts and the overall picture and how you just explained it then perfectly sums that up. Thank you. You just summed it up well yourself. Hmm. And then it's being held to account, right? Because, gosh, we're going to stuff up as we're doing yeah. this easy path to take and mm-hmm. having a community to talk things through with and to to make sure we keep showing up and, and doing any repairs that we need to be doing is so important too. So that's a, another big piece in there. Absolutely. Well, I'm thinking of what our business coach, Lena West, said in her class in the feminist coach track on um, breaking free from bro culture. And Lena was saying something about like, it's not easy to have a feminist business, right? This isn't like the easy path necessarily. And it's, it's, I think we expect things to be easy. We want them to be easy. It's, it's, you know, it's normal. Um, But, you know, we're kind of making it up as we go along in some ways. I mean, we have a lot of background knowledge and experience, but also it's like they said, like, we are going to, you know, mess up sometimes and make mistakes and that's just being human. And yeah, and it's good to be held accountable and to hold each other accountable. And um, we have an advisory board and we have a couple people already on our advisory board that we have asked to be on our board and who have said yes, um, who are going, who are going to be a part of the Feminist Coach Academy's vision, but also hold us accountable and they have other roles as well. And so we are, it's not just Nay and I like running this business and running this program, um, but we have other people involved as well that we trust and who are very supportive and have their own lens to bring to the table and their own um, talents and skills. And, and so, yeah, you want to say more about that, Nay? The only thing I would add to that is that's why we have such a uh, kind of diverse and really thoughtfully planned out faculty of teachers as well that cover different topics and specialties and also perspectives and lens, as you said, and identities too. This isn't about us showing up and teaching our way and experience to people of what feminist coach theory is and that's why I guess we've brought in or invited so many other people to be involved. Yes, that's a great point. Yeah, so this, you know, what is feminism, right? So it's like, you know how we define feminist coach theory, but yeah, it isn't just us, you know, preaching our way because you know, there isn't one way and it's always evolving and, you know, we're two white folks. So, and, and we have a variety of different identities, privileges and ways we're oppressed. Right. Um, but yeah, it's like all learning from each other together and that diversity and having people of different cultural backgrounds and identities and talking about different topics like that is what is important 
and like being able and, and, you know, agreeing and also disagreeing with one another, right? With teachers, with each other, with, you know, other members. Um, and that's, that absolutely is welcomed as well, right? Because we're, that's just how it is. We're human. So we're all going to have our own take on things. And, and so it's like creating a space where that is possible and creating a brave space. And instead of one where like, no, you have to follow this one particular way of doing things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I guess learning to be in that discomfort when mm. people are disagreeing with you or challenging you or I guess calling you in or out. And we have a class around this too, don't we, around mm-hmm. how to have those conversations and remain in those conversations. Mm. Yes, exactly. It's all important work. And I know that there's a common fear out there you know, um, around it to even like talk more about feminist topics um, just because, you know, people are afraid of people coming at them. (laughs) People are afraid of getting it wrong. And it's really just about trying anyway and showing up anyway and making mistakes and that's okay. And like learning how to have your own back through it all, right? I mean, as an entrepreneur in general of anything, you have to have your own back, right? I mean, you have to, it's like you were saying earlier, Nay, like as an entrepreneur, you, it really is a journey into the self. And it's like, you learn how to, you know, pick yourself back up over and over again after failure, after failure and, and grow that confidence. And it's the same way with a learning of feminists and social justice awareness. And it's like, yeah, you're going to get some things wrong. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to say things you're like, Oh goodness, you know, but it's like building that strength, that inner strength and um, keep showing up even when things get uncomfortable. Just a few things. (laughs) (laughs) this is the this is the the deeper work um but this is the important work right yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, and ultimately more sustainable so it's like you're not just creating a business but you are creating one with impact that will make a difference and um and that will mean something Mm -hmm. and change make make a real change social change um yeah, without burning yourself out, hopefully in the process and mm-hmm. still being able to pay the bills and <laughs> live mm-hmm. the life that you want to live. Yeah. Yeah. Pay the bills and make a profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we should say that the Feminist Coach Academy is launching its second round in May. May will be early bird launch. And so though, we started this off, as Nia was mentioning before, last May, May 2019, with what we call the Developing Coach Collective and the Feminist Coach Track, which is still happening now. It's happening until July or until June 2020. And so we're still in our pilot round. And that has been an amazing pilot round experience. So there are classes, there are 12 classes in our pilot round and what is it? Six of them have gone live so far. And, 
and we highly recommend them and you can totally sign up to these current classes on our website and if you're interested but then also stay tuned because we will be launching the second round and it's all part of the feminist coach academy and there will be new um, classes as well in the second round but yeah just to speak a little bit more to our pilot round I don't know what, about you, Nate, but I just, I love, like this pilot round has been a little more intimate, a smaller group, and that has been an amazing experience so far. And everyone that's been in the Feminist Coach track has been loving it, has been learning so much, and it's been so beautiful to see all of our members put themselves out there, learn these things, talk more about the things they're passionate about, and, you know, just, um, yeah, growing their businesses and, and just learning alongside them and connecting more. Yeah, I've been loving learning alongside them too and having those conversations with each other, you know, after mm -hmm. class, talking through our realizations and what we learned and how we're going to implement them and integrate them and how nuanced the lessons are and how contextual they can be sometimes and what that means for our context and all those really juicy needed chats <laughs> <laughs> yes well some of the the juiciest chats have been our integration calls and that's we have those quarterly we've had two of them so far and it's where we just we really say we get together and we talk about okay how how do we really integrate what we've learned into our coaching practice or healing practice there's not everyone's a coach in it and that's that's great and you don't have to be um, but how do we integrate in whatever work you do and and into your business and yeah that has been some of the the richest conversations and we are going to continue to have the integration calls going forward into the next round as well. So you will get that opportunity to really practice feminist coaching. Yeah. yeah. And get that, our support in doing that. Yeah. So important. Like that actual practice is something that we really wanted to be included in, we? And it's mm -hmm. been a great way to do it. I've also really enjoyed our co-working calls that I guess have more of a business money client attraction mm -hmm. type focused and I think I've realized more and more over the past year just how valuable it can be to show up as a group and do stuff <laughs> um, especially stuff that is going to help you grow your business and to have people around to hold you accountable to that and yeah, just seeing that, just seeing people like show up and be visible and like implement and take action on their business together and cheer each other on while they're doing it has been a lot of fun too. So I'm really excited that we're, we'll be building that into the academy for students too. Yes, me too. We're going to have monthly co-working calls to help you take action in your business, get clients um, put on your CEO hat, grow your business, look at your numbers, things like that, all those actions, because it's important for you to get clients and make money and have an actual business. So it's all integrated. 
I love those calls too, because I don't, I mean, there's plenty of businessy things that I don't do on the, the regular, <laughs> um, that these calls have helped me be, get more in the habit of doing. So it's like showing up that accountability, that group accountability, um, has made the difference. Yeah. It's like when things even get super busy and you're so busy working in your business that having that group to show up to, to at least on those calls, work on your business can just make a big difference. Can't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And going, you know, going over your goals again, your business goals again, and, and like, okay, you know, your monthly goals, your three month goals, your six month goals, you know, reassessing, you know, it's really important to take the time to do things like that. And it can, it only has to be like once a month. It doesn't need to be every week. Right. Yeah. And keeping track of your numbers. Right. And that can be, you know, once a month as well. So yeah, it's, it's, it can really change the game to really take the time to be accountable to do those things. Yeah. And having like a brain trust of people that you can ask questions to who, you know, mm. prioritize having a feminist lens. So for example, if you're stuck on something in your marketing and you want to talk that through with some people, but you don't want to do it the bro culture way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, like it's nice to have a group of people there who you can talk that through with and figure out your way or your approach to doing that. That still feels in alignment with showing up as a feminist business owner. Yes, exactly. So we have lots to offer you in our next round. So stay tuned for our launch. But in the meantime, we have free resources for you to check out. And one of them is the podcast. So we're going to be bringing you a new episode every week. And we have some great ones coming up. So stay tuned for that and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. And then we have, we just had a feminist vision workshop and you can sign up to get the replay of that. It's like, you know, creating your vision board, either a physical one or an audio one. And we talk about that on, in the workshop and yeah, creating your feminist year, guiding you to create, you know, your feminist year in every area of your life. What do you want for yourself in your work, business area of your life, in your relationships, um, in just um, the ways you want to maybe be more politically active or create social change, um, self-care activities, habits, things, doing more things that bring you joy, and your environment, what environments you want to be in that, that help you feel at ease, that spark inspiration, um, and any desire that you feel shame or guilt about, like helping you create the life that you want for yourself this year. And um, we, we know like creating vision boards is a popular thing, especially in the coaching world. Um, but I love the process that we walk you through and it is from a feminist lens perspective. And so check it out, check out the replay if you haven't, and we'll pop the links in the episode notes for that. I will have another workshop or masterclass coming up soon, won't we? That will go through mm -hmm. some of the main blocks that feminist entrepreneurs experience and help them work through those. Yes. 
stay tuned for that. That's going to be a major one. Mm. And then we have our general interest list as well for you to hop on to be the first to know to hear about all of these things. You can go to feministcoachacademy.com to do that. And if people are interested in our current classes, where can they go for that? They can also go to the website you just said, so feministcoachacademy.com, and they'll see that there's a link on that page that takes them to the classes. That's probably the the best way to go. Mm. It will include in the show notes as well a direct link to that page. Yes, exactly. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) Same. And I really look forward to being able to share more about what next year will look like and kind of what the course and options are that we'll have available and more about the certification that we're hoping to launch. We've got so many exciting things coming. We've got lots of work to do, Cam. (laughs) We do, we do. And we have to be careful not to get into hustle mode to do it, right? (laughs) Yes, which has been, and I suspect for you too, which has been extra challenging because we're so passionate and excited about what is to come and yes. you get caught up in that sometimes and you have to remind yourself, you know, whoa, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And when you, when you don't give yourself those breaks, what I've noticed, like even if you're passionate about it, you, you just burn, you can burn out. Like you're, you can run on empty and when you start running on empty, you start just being like, I just got to get this done. Just got to get it done. You know, and instead of like being, you know, coming in with your cup full and being like, oh, you know, with kind of like a fresher look, a fresher energy, you know, fresher mood. And when you're kind of in a fresher state, you can approach these actions in your business from a different place and then you can get a different result from them too. So I think that's the important thing to remember is like, it really is important to take those breaks. And it's like, does this really need to be like when you're getting on empty, it's like, does, do the rest of the actions really need to be done right now? And if the answer is no, then go fill up your tank. You know, that's one of the things that I've been trying to pay attention to is like, okay, I'm really noticing I'm running on empty here, but I still have more to do what do I do here? Okay, wait, can these wait? Yes. Okay. If I give myself a a couple days, come back, like it's going to work out better. Mm. That's great that we are surrounded by each other and others who also really value not, I guess, falling for the hustle culture and taking better care of ourselves and doing things in a more gentle and sustainable way. And so we can kind of tap each other on the shoulders and say, hey, hey, might be time for a break. Yeah, exactly. It's so important to have the people around you with the same kind of values. Yeah. And so we can, you can be honest with each other too. Like we just did that, didn't we, this past week? Yeah. We both yeah. said to each other, we need to take a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. We're like, okay, ah, starting to feel anxious, starting to feel, you know, and it's like, all right, we're, we're, we're going into hustle mode now, aren't we? Like, all right, let's, let's wind it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else do we want to talk about or tell people? We've covered a bit. We've covered a lot. Yeah. 
So Cam, I think that might be the place for us to start winding up. But before we do, did you want to touch a little bit on the next episode? Because I know you've got that one ready to go and it sounds like it's a goodie. It's a goodie. It's with our February guest teacher in the Feminist Coach Track, Celeste Hirschman, who is a sex and relationship coach and therapist. And Celeste is actually a personal friend of mine, but um, I interviewed her a little while ago and she is amazing. You're going to want to listen to this episode because she talks very candidly about sex, sexuality, her own sexual experience. Um, We talk about sex and gender. We talk about how powerful it is to own your sexuality. Also, you know, and, and if even if you identify as asexual, that's awesome too, right? So, um, but we talk about what does it mean to be sex positive and you're not going to want to miss it. Lots of juicy stuff in this episode. I love that we're diving straight into sex. Straight <laughs> <up>. <laughs> yes. We say hi, introduce ourselves, and then over to sex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we move fast. We move real fast. There was no courting. Sorry. No courting. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, So before we wind up, I'll just give another reminder to come and join our interest list at feministcoachacademy.com. We will be letting people know there as things develop and as some of those free resources that we mentioned, including the masterclass, become available. And yeah, we would love to be sending that to you when it comes out. We know they're going to be super helpful. Awesome. And I look forward to handing the mic over to you for future apps and popping back in occasionally to say hi. (laughs) Yes, I know. It'll be fun to have you sometimes. All right. Well, goodbye, everyone. And we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Feminist Coach Academy podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would leave us a review on iTunes or your platform of choice and share it with your friends on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook under the username and hashtag Feminist Coach Academy. And finally, head on over to www.feministcoachacademy.com to access our podcast show notes, as well as our feminist classes and free resources. We would love to continue being in community with you.